1: Welcome back to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast. We have an exceptional interview today with Brian Donigan. He's head of operations over digital business for the Isle of Man government. For those who don't know, the Isle of Man has been very friendly towards Bitcoin. Brian, can you give us a little bit of background on how we've gotten here and what the Isle of Man's
2: approach they're taking to Bitcoin specifically? Sure, sure. Maybe if I could wind it back a little bit, Trace, and just give you a little bit of context, perhaps. The Isle of Man is a small island between Ireland and England. For those listeners who don't know, where it is. We are a population of 85,000 people and the financial services industry has been our main industry for the last 30 years. Government decided to diversify into digital business about 10 years ago with e-gaming or i-gaming. that's gambling online. That's now become 10% of our gross domestic product, 10% of our economy and early this year we started to receive a lot of interest from the digital currency community. They saw the opportunity in the Isle of Man was a place or a destination or a jurisdiction as a go-to place for digital currency simply because we have the credentials in digital business. We have a technology platform that is second to none. We've got the bandwidth, we've got the power supplies. In fact, we have so much power, we're self-sufficient and export power to the United Kingdom national grid, We also have just introduced a regulatory framework in June of this year, 2014, which we believe deals with the needs of the industry. And the needs of the industry, as far as we see it, is to basically do two things. Welcome quality business into the Isle of Man, while at the same time keeping crime out and protecting the consumer. And for us, it's been very much a case of getting the balance right and making sure that the controls that we've brought in are fair and balanced and encourage good quality businesses. While those laws have got to be enshrined in, in our legal framework, we're expecting that to happen in January 2015. But in the interim, we found that we have about 20 to 25 companies have already come to the Isle of Man and have established there in anticipation of that regulation falling into place in early next year. So we're very encouraged by that. There's about 50 to 60 people gainfully employed in the industry. It doesn't seem like a lot, but when you consider the Isle of Man as a population of 85,000, it's significant. So we're doing everything that we can to provide the right legal and regulatory environment to support the digital currency industry. Yeah, I'm actually
1: an investor in Natagio,
2: which is an Isle of Man
1: company. Sure. And we pay a, a attorney's fees advice, to <laughs> Maitland there in Isle of Man. Sure. and we Very you know, good firm. and Very good firm. And we've actually done business for quite a long time in Isle of Man and in Jersey because Natagio is a spinoff from another company. It's important for people to understand, like, when the regulatory climate is not friendly, then the business and the job creation goes somewhere else. Absolutely. if we want to be creating the jobs, then we need to create an environment where the innovation can happen. Absolutely. And so that's very exciting to see that the Isle of Man is being friendly towards this innovation in this new technological framework. Sure. Now, the Isle of Man also, it's an international business center. Correct. All types of things, like registries,
2: like aircraft, yachts. Private, Private jet aircraft, exactly right. Shipping, and satellite slots are very much part of the whole offering in relation to our registration regime. And the trust industry is also pretty large. Yeah, out well, of the hour man—it right? is uh, corporate service provision, or CSPs, as we would call them, or TSPs, trust service providers—is mm-hmm. a huge part of our financial services industry. So our financial services industry comprises traditional and offshore banking, but also the life sector, insurance sector, investment funds, and as I say, CSPs and TSPs.
1: So what is it that the island man kind of sees with bitcoin and its potential application to all these different industries and sectors i mean is it bitcoin 2.0 where we're able to represent other assets on top sure. of the blockchain is sure. it like trust management i mean sure. what
2: we see that the underlying technology which is the peer to peer encryption piece is the most significant development that we've seen in years and while the first iteration of that or the first application of that is in currency and we're happy to embrace that we see that long term the opportunity really lies in the other applications that are going to come from that and we see that the long-term opportunity for the Isle of Man government is that as these new iterations emerge the demand will be for the core developers to be attracted into these new emerging sectors the demand will actually come on core developers who have already done the first iteration now if they're in the Isle of Man then clearly that will attract new businesses in. So that's very much part of our thinking. So we're very much a centre of excellence for technology technological businesses. We've got a very strong technology platform in the Isle of Man where we've got masses of bandwidth, fantastic array of uh, web data centers. uh, And also we've got the telecoms interconnectivity piece. So it's that combination of things, that amalgam of things that really is attractive in the Isle of Man. The other one that we haven't mentioned is corporation tax. a hugely significant part of any firm's needs and demands. The Isle of Man has a neutral rate of corporate tax or zero. So All companies in the Isle of Man are rated at zero for corporate tax, except banks who are rated at 10%. We have no tax on dividends and there's no capital gains tax. So it's a very, very uh, attractive proposition for businesses, particularly in the early and startup um, stages of their development. And we also spend a lot of time talking to startups, particularly in the digital business and also in digital currency. One of the first pieces of advice that we give them is that they have to understand that the real intrinsic value in their business is going to be in their intellectual property and that it's important early on they get good advice to make sure that they get their intellectual property registered in a jurisdiction like the. Isle of Man, which has very, very favorable tax rates. Whereas if they wait and delay that procedure, they could find that the IP is actually worth several millions, and then they might find the difficulty of moving that valuation of IP into an offshore jurisdiction where they might find that difficult to
1: do. And the revenue recognition that's generated from the use of that IP, uh, where you can actually decide where to have that revenue recognition happen. It might be better to recognize revenue in Isle of Man than some other Correct. jurisdiction. And of
2: course, you know, people ask all the time, you've got very, very little tax to pay in the Isle of Man. What's in it for you? Well, what's in it for us Simply, is that as we attract in new digital businesses into the Isle of Man, all of those firms will require legal assistance, they'll require banking assistance, accountancy, audit assistance, and of course the Isle of Man professional service community is a very well established and a very successful sector of our economy. So, as those businesses come in, they will require those services, and of course, those accounting sectors will expand and of course require additional jobs. So, we get this trickle effect into the broader Manx economy which is really what we're after. It's driven by high-quality,
1: sustainable jobs. This seems also very similar to kind of Singapore's approach. They have a very big carrot and a very big stick, and so it actually generates lots of compliance. So sure. if the incentives are set up so that people are, are more worried about creating value instead of trying to figure out how to shelter the value that they have created, then that might be a much better use of those sure. intellectual abilities.
2: Yeah, I mean, that speaks to the, the regulatory piece again and I think the the announcement that the Isle of Man government made back in June of this year was very clear. We said that we wanted to protect the consumer, we wanted to keep crime out and we wanted to approach the opportunity in a balanced way and the way that we've proposed doing that is to put an amendment onto existing legislation which is our Proceeds of Crime Act. That's currently going through Parliament at the moment and we would expect that to be in place for January 2015. Essentially, in the fullness of time, it will allow our regulators to be able to have access to the books and records of the firms that have become registered in the Isle of Man, as opposed to being licensed, there's a subtle difference between the two. And that anybody that isn't abiding by the usual AML codes and the KYC codes will obviously have questions to answer and have to bear the consequences of that. Anybody that is running a first-class business or premium quality business has nothing to obviously be afraid of in that sense.
1: Yeah, and when companies are, I mean, we can take the current AML-KYC framework and apply it to Bitcoin. And that's what Fenton has decided to do and they testified before the US Senate that you know they have the tools to do the investigations that they need to do with regards to criminal activities so you know you can keep the crime out and
2: yet have yes. all this innovation happening yes just on that subject in relation to the innovation what we're finding is that outside of the exchanges the other types of businesses that are coming to us that we're seeing in government are mainly in the compliance space but they're also in the hardware software mining space as well and indeed some of the miners are very attractive to the fact that the Isle of Man is self-contained in relation to its ability to generate power. So that's a hugely significant part of our package, if you like, in terms of selling the Isle of Man. We derive our power from natural gas, from some hydro, and from oil. It's a diversified approach, again, on the power side.
1: Yeah, that's going to become, I think, increasingly important, finding jurisdictions where your mining equipment is safe. uh, Because mining is such a critical aspect of the Bitcoin ecosystem, but we're seeing that as Bitcoin gets larger, there's more centralization happening in the mining industry, and you don't want to make these large capital investments, but do it in a jurisdiction like Venezuela, for example. I mean, that could be very problematic. Sure. When we're looking at Bitcoin, like what are the things that you're concerned about? I mean, besides, obviously, the crime, like what else might be on the concern
2: of a government or a regulator? I guess one of the things that the Isle of Man is most widely known for is how open the government is and also how nimble the government is in terms of being able to identify a niche opportunity and to be able to address that in a fair and balanced way, always protecting the consumer and always keeping crime out. I think one of the challenges, perhaps, in the current iteration of digital currency is keeping abreast of developments because things are moving so incredibly quickly. We heard at the conference today that, you know, one month in the world of Bitcoin is like a year on the Internet. And I think what we're going to see in future is that speed increasing rather than slowing down. Um, so one of the challenges for us is to actually keep abreast of developments.
1: Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And I think that it's, it's actually very difficult for the larger institutions out there to just have the institutional knowledge about Bitcoin. I mean, this is a highly complex complex, specialized space, yes. I mean, I'm involved in it, and, you know, I have a profit motive, like, it's not like I'm just drudgery, nine-to-five job, I mean, I, I, like, I'm passionate, love sure. this stuff, and yet there's so much happening in it that I'm just not aware of anymore, because sure. it's turned into this whole industry, and grown in its size and scope, mm-hmm. and, like, I personally, you know, I've spent significant amounts of time helping people from SEC, IRS, FBI, understand Bitcoin, and things of that nature, and, you know, being able to distribute out this institution. Knowledge is very important, and part of it is just being able to have someone that you can go to lunch with and talk about it. Sure. I mean, if you've got the companies on your island, like, oh man, that's super helpful. Like, now you've got people that are in the industry that understand what's going on, they're the good actors, not the criminal actors, and yep. they'll talk with you and share their knowledge with you. Yep. Like,
2: I, I would think that would be very helpful for you guys. Yeah, absolutely right. And I can't emphasize enough just how exciting it has been for us as a government to see not only the speed and the development of this industry on the island, but but also the reputation of the island has been enhanced simply because when we brought in the regulations for gambling online or e-gaming, or iGaming, as they call it in the States, we had two clear objectives. We saw that there was, on the one hand, there was the need to really go after the premium end of the business, but also to keep crime out and to have a regulatory framework that was going to be first class. Within a very short period of time, once we put that in place, we had poker stars arrive on the Isle of Man, and then the cluster effect quickly followed after that. Uh, I believe what we're starting to see a, a similar example of that happening now with digital currency. So we made the announcement back in June that the government was going to introduce these measures to protect the consumer, keep crime out of the island. Also, the fact that we're here this week in Vegas at this convention. We've got lots of other plans in terms of getting the word out by promoting the Isle of Man and building awareness of the Isle of Man. What we're finding is that our credentials in gambling are very well known now and very well established. And the correlation that exists between gambling and crypto is becoming well entrenched. So this has made our life a little bit easier in the sense that when we engage people in conversation, they recognize the Isle brand. Uh, they recognize its success as a jurisdiction in e-gaming. And so it makes the transition into the discussions about digital currency that bit easier.
1: Yeah, so Mark Andreessen, one of the largest uh, Silicon Valley VCs, he's kind of made this comment that, you know, we won't just have, like, Silicon Valley. We'll have Drone Valley and, like, that particular jurisdiction or area might have regulations that are friendly towards drones. And then that'll attract a lot of the entrepreneurial there and then there will be maybe like biotech valley and a 3d printing valley sure Well, maybe it's not going to be a valley. It's going to be an island, right? It's going to be Bitcoin Island.
2: (laughs) It's funny you should say that because one of the strategic visions that we have in the Isle of Man is a government document called Vision 2020. And Vision 2020 is basically a strategic roadmap as to how we're going to achieve our strategic objectives by the year 2020 across technology. And we do refer to the Isle of Man as tech Isle because we're now finding that, you know, we have a proposition in relation to biotech. We have a position in relation to digital business and when you break that down we've spent a bit of time now talking about e-gaming, digital currency. Some of the other sort of areas that are interesting to us are computer games for instance. Um, Gartner and Forrester have valued this industry at over 100 billion uh, forecast by 2017 the Isle of Man is in a very, very good position to take a piece of that or a portion of that market share. It has the credentials. It has all of the necessary elements to put a investment-grade proposition together. And so that's another area that we're working on behind the scenes. Yeah, I think that's going to be a huge area for Bitcoin to
1: penetrate is like with BitPay and Zynga, for example, we have a two-quick purchase inside the Zynga game where you're able to buy your carrots or your Farmville
2: house or whatever sure.
1: it is with BitPay. Coins like two clicks, bam, done. Yeah.
2: So we're getting convergence going on between e-gaming and the digital currency space and Bitcoin, and I think we're going to see more and more of that as time goes on.
1: I guess I was distinguishing not just the gaming that's not gambling related, right? Uh, like Kim Kardashian's app, I think it does $700,000 of sales every day, or something like that. I right. mean, it's just huge amounts of money sure. to go through these Farmville games or Zynga games or things like that, and you know, having it go through a jurisdiction where you've got a favor. Valuation on your IP sure. and good tax treatment, like that sure. could all
2: be very friendly to developers. Well, from an Isle of Man perspective, again, uh, you know, people ask the question why do these businesses come to the Isle of Man specifically? From a tax perspective, it, all businesses are global now. So a lot of the businesses that we're seeing are actually coming to the Isle of Man to set up their global hub or their global headquarters in the Isle of Man simply because of two reasons. A, because of the technological platform that I mentioned in terms of the telecoms, the bandwidth and the data centers and power, but also because of the zero corporate tax or neutral tax that we offer. So essentially what that means is that if you're a global business and you're headquartered in the Isle of Man, all the revenue that you generate in your enterprise, provided it routed through your Isle of Man headquarters and going through Isle of Man banks and through an Isle of Man registered company, that money is effectively treated for zero corporate tax. So you you hold on to profits that you make. So the ability to affect the bottom line is absolutely enormous.
1: Yeah. And how are we going to see... Being able to bring talent to the Isle of Man. Like we've got, like Chile, for example, yes. they have the startup Chile that's yes. like $40,000 from the government. Uh, if you're sponsored by a VC,
2: you can get a visa into
1: Canada much right. easier. Like, right. are there any types of programs like okay. that with the Isle of Man, two, like two, to bring in our talent? Sure.
2: Two things I would say about that, uh, Trace. One is that we have a ICT university planned to be developed in the Isle of Man in the immediate future. The plans for that are currently before our parliament to be approved, which we expect to see in the next few weeks from our perspective we would see that there's a particular angle on the ICT university that we see in the UK a lot of ICT universities have produced graduates that have debt of 40 fifty thousand pounds but with no job to show for it at the end we see an opportunity to be able to do something completely different which is to have a first quality degree for our first cohort of graduates but we would actually give them an ability to be able to be completely able to start in the industry on the Isle of Man immediately simply because we would integrate them into the private sector from day one. So this is government and private sector working closely together so that graduates in their first year, second and third year, would actually be released from their studies to work in the e-gaming space or in the digital currency space for a day or two to get the critical skills needed. And of course, up to each individual undergraduate to make themselves indispensable and secure a job offer for themselves at the end of that period. We think that's a very practical and realistic way to basically deal with the issue of ensuring that there's a continuous stream of well-educated talent in the digital space on the other man.
1: Yeah, having this pipeline of talent, I think, is going to become increasingly more important for the industry. And like right now, we did the Bitcoin drop at MIT. So we gave every MIT student a $100 worth of Bitcoin. Uh, that's you know good, but it's only kind of a one-time thing. It's not sure. a long-term sustainable pipeline of yeah. new talent coming in. Sure. And the talent being able to get Bitcoin-specific experience, it sounds like they're going to be able to do internships and all types of things like from Correct. day one of
2: going into school, right? That's the plan. You also mentioned uh, on the financial assistance side, our government has a financial assistance program currently available on an application basis. And essentially what it can deliver is up to 40% of your CapEx required in year one if you're a new business coming into the Isle of Man, but it's on a successful application basis, of course. And the ability for that to affect your bottom line in a positive way can't be emphasized enough. We think that would also be another major Positive feature, if you like, to put into the mix when anybody's considering coming to the island. So we've sort of covered the technological platform in terms regulation. of regulation, the, the, the regulation, etc., etc. The ability to be able to find talented staff, but also the ability to be able to access government assistance, grant assistance for those emerging businesses as they start up in their first and second year.
1: Well, I know, you know, having invested in quite a few of these Bitcoin companies, I would prefer that my companies get this preferential, like 40% on. CapEx instead of spending all this money paying attorneys to right. decipher regulations that's yes. not even friendly or coherent in mm-hmm. a lot of cases mm-hmm. and very uncertain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that definitely impacts the potential ROI decision for the investors, sure. for, the, for the VCs. And so, you know, it looks like Isle of Man is just trying to put an offer out there that is just irresistible for venture capitalists to consider the island and fund companies that want to be based out of there Correct. and people who want to go there
2: to sure. like create the value. Sure. Well, one of the things that we haven't touched on on that is the island has in the past been used as a test bed for research and development for technology. Uh, a very good example of that was the O2 developed the 3G technology in the Isle of Man and was second to launch it after Docomo Japan back in 2000. They they installed 27 base stations around the Isle of Man to develop the technology there. Uh, the Isle of Man is considered to be an ideal miniaturized ecosystem of the UK from a population profile and from a geography profile. So we have lots of opportunities to take new technologies in the digital space that are in the R&D phase. And again, venture capitalists would be very interested in this side of it. It's another string to our bow, if you like, that the Isle of Man can actually offer the R&D piece as part of the yeah.
1: Yeah, you get to you get to do a lot of your testing. You get to Correct. like figure out what your target market wants, know whether or not to actually build it. Because you know everybody knows about the Segway; it was going to change the world, and it just flopped. Yep. You know, the last thing we need to be doing is building stuff that people don't want and spending all the money doing it, and then paying lawyers to tell us about regulation that's like totally uncertain. that so we can know like which itches uh, are there that need to be scratched because our consumers can tell us because we're able to test and experiment there. Sure, I think this is highlighting a larger trend that jurisdictions are going to have to be more friendly to innovation and to the human capital in order to attract it and retain it. And that's really what the Isle Man seems to be doing. Yep. They've identified this huge potential trend right. uh, that's currently sucking in all the mindshare of the brightest computer developers out there. And they're saying, you know what? Come to our place. Yes. You know, The educated people, the people who are going to be generating lots of money, the, the employees that need to be paid lots of money. I mean, you're like, come here come here sure, we, we sure. want you in our jurisdiction De-
2: very definitely very very definitely you know investment money will go to where it's best treated and you know we see the isle of Man as an investment grade jurisdiction
1: yeah and north korea you know they don't treat investment money very good and they're still you know they're using 1950s technology And so that's really what happens to the jurisdictions that don't embrace and create a climate for this innovation and this technology
2: and this change. We see our role in government as as being two things, really, to to create the necessary environment to uh, allow business to flourish. And we also are using jobs and the number of quality, sustainable jobs as the measure of our success. That's ultimately how we can define how successful we are.
1: Well, that's been wonderful. We're a little bit over time now. I'd just like to really thank you for being on the podcast with us. No, my pleasure. Uh, Brian Donegan, head of operations of uh, digital business at the Isle of Man, uh, one of our crown dependencies in the UK. So thanks for being with us. Thanks very much for the opportunity.
0: Be sure to get a copy of the free Bitcoin Guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge podcast where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate.